0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Booth. I'm your host, West Booth, joined as always by the man that was on a heater for a bit there, the, my partner in crime on this money making grind, Mr. Lester Valenzuela. How's it going, buddy?
1: Hey, thank you, thank you very, for, very much for that intro there. Um, it's going well, you know, just chilling at home. It's been, it's been, uh, you know, I, the holidays are coming up. Here in Canada, you know, like I guess we didn't have like the thanks, the traditional Thanksgiving that our American friends have, but like,
0: we, we enjoy yeah. their festivities though. We yeah, enjoy it with their football. I, absolutely. Absolutely. With um, their football. Yeah. Th-
1: th- Thursday was quite a heater. I missed one call The freaking Cowboys.
0: Man. Oh, of course it's your Cowboys uh, that come back to Bernie. Of course it's my
1: Cowboys. You know, they, they always got to give you one glimmer of hope
0: and then they just take it away, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, it's kind of like my Ravens last night. They kind of just <laughs> yeah. take it away from me. Uh, a hectic COVID-filled week. Uh, you know, we had some back and forth. We won't get into that because, you know what, we just want to get into some football. We want to win some money this week. We want to just – we want to predict some stuff. We want to crush this podcast like we always do and win our our, our listeners some money. So let's get yeah. into the action. I want to do a playoff prediction here for us. I want to get your thoughts on the AFC – playoff pitcher and the NFC playoff picture. The AFC is a little more crowded, so let's start there. Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Um, you know what? I will take a look here. So we've got, uh, right now, Steelers number one, Chiefs number two, uh, Titans number three, Bills four, Browns five, and Dolphins six, and the last one, the Colts, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, playoff, I, I think... You think Tals that changes? Four, I think this does change a little bit. Um, I uh, like the the Colts are starting to fall off. Um, I and I think they're gonna lose this week against the Texans. So, oh, man, I like it's in between the Ravens and the Raiders. Ravens got an easier schedule right now, but they still gotta play a couple division teams that are, you know, like that division isn't easy. Um, no, so I'm gonna pick true. the Raiders. Um, because they're also going to win against the Jets this week um, to get that seventh spot. Um, and as that's basically it as for the AFC. I don't see any other teams. Like the Ravens, unfortunately, it's just yeah, not their year.
0: You think they're on the outside looking in? Uh, I, for one, have this a little bit different. I got Pittsburgh leading this. They're going to get the first round by Kansas yeah. City for the second. And I think Buffalo Leapfrogs Tennessee takes that third. Uh, Baltimore will sneak in. They're going to win out this, this, uh, last five. Vegas and then the Browns are going to be in that last and final playoff spot. I believe that this is going to be a wild, wild card, uh, matchup. I obviously, I'm going to have my Ravens go all the way down to the end there, but, um, <laughs> I do think that Pittsburgh is going to see, uh, round one whenever they come back in, like a, like a Baltimore showing last year. I do believe they're going to be one and done this season interesting. So, so
1: you believe that the Steelers are going to stay stay on the num- no, number one?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. I think so. So
1: that would mean that they have to win
0: out. Yeah, they, they most likely will. I, I think they might you lose they're to Buffalo. are going to No, I do think they'll lose to Buffalo. But I do think that Kansas City might lose that game against the Chargers at the end of the season. I think Andy Reid looks at it like, you know what? Maybe we don't got to take it as hard. If we are losing, if Justin Herbert comes out and he's throwing a game and they want to prove something in a divisional game, that's on them. And I think that they take it a little bit easier. Maybe they take the L that time. I think that Kansas City will get another loss, though. And I believe that Pittsburgh will, too. But that will be the only their first loss, right? Where,
1: where, where do you got the Raiders
0: in this, though? The Raiders? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this one, I, I, I went back and forth with the Raiders, but I think that they're going to finish right behind Baltimore. So I think that Vegas is going to play Buffalo in the first round. Yeah. And I think the Ravens will face the Titans in the first round, and Cleveland, obviously, in Kansas City.
1: All right. Yeah, I mean, like, that's fair. I don't think much much changes here. I think the Colts beat out the Raiders, and that's about it. Um, but, yeah, let's look, let's look at the NFC, because this one's a little bit interesting for me.
0: Mm-hmm. The um, NFC, I think the top is going to change a lot. Uh, for, yeah, for- I agree. In my standings, I got Green Bay finishing off strong. I think they take the top, and I think they get the first round bye. I agree. I think Seattle gets second. I got the Saints coming in third. And the the winner of the NFC Least, I got your Dallas Cowboys taking that mm. NFC Least. Yes, I Great. do. I think Andy Dalton turns it around. Ezekiel Elliott seems hungrier than anybody else in that division. I don't like the Giants' chances without Daniel Jones. He doesn't seem like he's coming back.
1: No, he doesn't seem like he's coming back. And that's why I have the Washington...
0: Football team. Oh, I didn't expect you to say that. You think uh, they can they can sweep in and take that? Hey,
1: yeah, I got faith in Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. I've got faith in that run game. I, Ron Rivera's got that team just motoring right now. And I like mm-hmm. honestly, um, I don't. The Dallas Cowboys are just a terribly coached team. Um, I've said it before on this podcast, and I will continue to say it again. Um, I don't think Mike McCarthy is a good coach.
0: Yeah. No, no watermelon's uh, going to save them.
1: No watermelon's going to save them. I've got the, I've got the Washington Redskins.
0: They Football team. Football team.
1: First We're Football team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going to take a while.
0: Who are your three wild cards? I got Tampa, going to finish off in that top wild card. And then yeah. I got the Cardinals. And then I got the Vikings squeaking <laughs> in at the very end here to get that last wild card spot.
1: Interesting. I had a hard time with this one. Um, so, interestingly enough, I've got... The 49ers mm-hmm. on in the fifth spot. I've got the Buccaneers in the sixth spot, and oh, I feel bad for Arizona here, but um, I've got uh, the Rams beating out Arizona here.
0: Ooh, you would like the Rams?
1: Uh, I don't like the Rams, but man, but you I like them the, to win that, though. I, I think, I think they. I think Arizona's one year out and making like a real big playoff push. Um, Vikings, I just I think they squeak by. Their their uh, last couple games are, are looking look nice.
0: I I like the Vikings' chances here, and and you know going forward, I do like the the Vikings against Seattle. That's going to be a wicked game to oh, me. That's be a fantastic game. Yeah, that that's going to be one of the telling games for sure. Yeah.
1: That's interesting we have the exact same top top three. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the Packers, Seahawks, Saints. I think the Saints fall off a little bit. Uh, I think you know, and we'll get into this, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this Saints Falcons game.
0: Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I do quickly want to say the reason I do have the Bucks is because I think they're trying to cakewalk Brady into this playoffs, and I think that the Bucks would get the Cowboys when they get that top spot, and then they easily walk into the Cowboys, get that dream matchup, uh, matchup of Tom Brady versus the Saints, Drew Brees. Uh, then the next week, they can have Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers, where he gets embarrassed. Uh, I can't wait. This is the final push we got in the last five weeks. This is when boys become men, as they say. This is where, this yeah. is where pretenders either become contenders or fall off the plank. Uh, let, let's get into the action. We have no Thursday night game. So we'll get straight into the Sunday morning game. We will do the Tuesday and – or no no Wednesday game. So we will do the Monday and the Tuesday game that were po- both postponed because of this Pittsburgh-Baltimore yeah. game. Yeah. Let's, let's start it off. Uh, the first game we got on the slate on this wonderful Sunday evening uh, – Sunday morning, sorry – is Cincinnati Bengals at the Miami Dolphins. 26th-ranked defense versus second-ranked offense. This, to me, smells like a trap game.
1: It does it does it smell like a trap game to you? Because absolutely, interesting. Um, I see. I I have this game, man, and I've called it, the first game of the the day. I've called wrong every single week.
0: It's an eleven every and a half, time. eleven and a half spread for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. To me, that just sounds strange to ever say eleven and a half point favorites for the Dolphins. Forty two and a half total, and that money line is heavy, heavy on the it's Dolphins. Heavy on the Dolphins. We don't even know if it's gonna be two or fits. Uh, it's probably going to
1: be Fitz. I, I can't see uh, Miami, the Miami Dolphins making a put. They know they have. They got a. They got a chuck shot now. Uh, I, I think Fitz gives them the best shot to make a playoff push. Okay. Um, man, if if two is playing, I I, I have some serious thoughts about uh, the head, uh flowers there because like you got a shot. You got to you got to give the team the best chance to. To win the game. And I think Pitts Magic does that right now. Um, and if that's the case, uh, give me that spread uh, for Miami.
0: Oh, you'll, you'll take this points. Oh, absolutely. I'm not biting. I'm not biting. I, I know they've won some pretty large games. They've dominated some teams. They've shut out some teams. I, I just think 11.5, you're giving a lot in the end. Cincinnati guys, covered. Cincinnati covered gotta, last week in a nine point spread.
1: You got to think about it this way, though. Joe Burrow. It's not playing. And this is a serious Miami Dolphins defense.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, they did only play the Giants last week. So I guess you can't take, like, I want to take my own advice from a few weeks ago. We can't take one week recency biases and base them on a team. The spread right away, you know, we got right into it. And it was what we said at the beginning of the show. These spreads are funny. These spreads are really strange this week because of how large they truly are.
1: And it's it's been interesting because like the spreads are the largest that I've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. um, and is it is it fair to say that like these teams are a lot closer than what Vegas actually said they are?
0: Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. Seen. Like, I know that the the defense versus offense mashup is horrible, but but both, you know. It's just... I don't know. I, I, I mean, just... I
1: mean, I, I get it. Everybody has to get paid in the NFL. I mean, like yeah. They're still playing the, paying the other guys. So, like, like they, they still got to show up. I just feel like the Miami Dolphins are a better team. I yeah. got 11, 11.5. That's an easy cover for me. And look at, like, what Miami did last week. They they let... um Who was it? They let them score three points.
0: Yeah, that's true. Are you touching the total at all?
1: Um, I would probably... Hit the over on the total. Okay. Uh,
0: See, for me, I I think if you're taking the spread for Miami, you would have to take the under. You would think that they would blow out the Bengals.
1: Um, yeah, but I could see, I could see this being like eleven to to what thirty. I could, I could, I could see
0: that. Oh, you're touching. You're uh, you're coming close to that forty-two and a half. I'm not going to touch this spread at all. Yeah, Uh, I would, I wouldn't, but. Bengals haven't won a game on the road in 18 tries.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> this this team is is horrendous. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals to cover this 11 and a half. Ew. Yeah, I think Miami will win this game probably by 10 points. But with the uh, way that bad beats are happening, I like yeah, it.
1: And, and, I mean, like, if you want to think about it, um, the general consensus is 57% on Miami.
0: Yeah, it's not overly big for the public. I would assume that it, I would have assumed it would have been bigger, but I guess not. So you're going to take that over? Is that an official over? No, uh, like I. That's only if I you would, had
1: to. If if I had to, I. You know what? You sold me. I think I'm going to pick the under on that
0: one. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, I think I'm picking the under. That I one.
0: think that it has to go with your pick. Like it has to go with that game script. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? I agree.
0: Uh, the next game we got is the Cleveland. Browns at the Tennessee Titans. This one has huge playoff implications for both teams. Yeah, the Titans basically have a playoff spot locked up, but they do want to play for positions at this point. This is arguably the battle of the best running backs in the league currently, with Nick Chubb coming in hot off this injury, and Derrick Henry, who I mean, he could have scored six touchdowns last game if they would have given him that rock. Yeah, Um it's it's that Derrick Henry effect,
1: you know, like. Late November, early De- early December. Derrick
0: Henry, December's. You know yeah. we have we have no not November's. We got <laughs> Derrick Henry, <laughs> Derrick December's, December. baby. This is how we do yeah. it. Uh, this is the twenty-one ranked defense, mind you, the Cleveland Browns versus the fifth ranked offense in the Tennessee Titans. The Browns are one in ten against the spread in the last eleven. I don't think they touch Tennessee in this game. I think Tennessee may run away with this, based yeah, strictly on Derrick Henry. Five and a half, though, when it opened up at this total, I would assume I would have assumed it should have been at maybe a, a three. You know? Um,
1: yeah, I I think that this late in the season, Vegas, Vegas is like really covering their their booties here, and I and I actually think this is a really good spread for. But
0: I agree with you. They're with nervous. You they're nervous because they're they've nervous. lost a lot of money, or sorry, they've won a lot of money in the last two weeks. So they know that this their their time's coming, where they're gonna yeah. they're not gonna be so lucky. Exactly. I, um,
1: I I've, I've got Tennessee as well, man. Like I like you can't Tennessee's just rolling right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I easily right away when I seen this game, I said, "Give me the over. I don't care what the total's at, unless you're close to sixty. Uh, it is fifty-three and a half, so it is a little bit higher. Yeah, that's, that's high. Uh, I would. Mm, I don't." Yeah,
1: I would I would probably go with the over as well. Baker Mayfield first touchdown thrown. My <laughs>
0: guy. <laughs> like oh, he's so horrible. Good. No, he's really he's not, good he's not playing well. Um, they you know what's sad is the Cleveland Browns are a better team when he doesn't throw the ball. So when their quarterback is not throwing the ball, they're a better team, and it, it's it's sad to see, but it's it's what's ha- got to happen there. And Nick Chubb is a game changer. Yeah, 100, 140 plus yards last game. He's just like Derrick Henry. He's just a little bit smaller.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, 50, I think it's going to be really, really close to that 53, point, 53 total. Um, and, yeah, I, I had I a struggle with this one. I think I'm going to hit the over as well, though.
0: You know, I didn't. So, are you going. You think Tennessee blows a melt then?
1: I do think Tennessee blows a melt. <sighs>
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the same thing. You know what? I'm going to just put my faith in. I hate Tannehill. You know how much I hate him. But I think that it's Derrick Henry December. I'm going to roll with that saying. I'm going to hashtag the shit out of it. And we're rolling with the Titans. <laughs> and we're rolling with the over. <laughs> uh, the next game we got is an NFC North matchup. The Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. The Bears have been on a slump. They started off hot. They were one of the undefeated teams of the season. Uh, 6-0, and 5-0. I think 5-0. Five, five, and zero, oh, and then they went five and one. Uh, then they have continued to lose almost every game since. They are the yeah. still the number eight ranked defense, mind you. They had there's no real heavy advantage in either side other than Ch- Chicago's defense. They are going to play Mitch Trubisky again. He is going to get the starting role. DeAndre Swift is having some concussion issues. Adrian Peterson said he's a little bit nervous for him. Uh, That kind of concerns me for his long-term future there, because I do like DeAndre Swift a lot. I think he was the future of the running back position there in Detroit. I I don't know about this game.
1: Yeah, This this game's tough. Um, I went back and forth. Um, This seems like one of those games where you just just can't call it. And and Vegas got it that way. At at a a plus three type. Um, The money line isn't that... Good either, either way. Detroit Lions, the defense hasn't been good. How how do you feel about the recency effect once you fire a head coach?
0: That's my issue here. Because we (laughs) talked about it last week. We talked about which coaches were on the hot seat. We said obviously it's gonna be Matt Patricia, and lo and behold, that boy was fired. Him and his pencil go home. They're not no longer gonna be in the NFL, ruining franchises pretending like they got anything from that Belichick era that they were a part of. They were really pretenders. They they were true pretenders. Do you... Uh, quickly, I want to ask you, do you think Josh McDaniels would be a pretender if he became a head coach, though? Um, no, I think Josh McDaniels... I think he's before his time when he did become the head coach there yeah, in Tampa.
1: Yeah, I think Josh McDaniels... Yeah, I think he going to fit in well anywhere. I think uh, a lot of... Like, listen, he 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 is the reason why that offense went for so many years. Bill Belichick is a great defensive mind, and I think he, he is a great game manager and a great play caller. But yeah. I think having the resources around you um, makes you a great team. And, I don't know, Jonathan Daniels, to me, is, I think he can be successful.
0: It's going to be fun to see a whole overhaul here in this Detroit Lions team. They do have some pretty good pieces, but it'll be nice to see a welcome change here with a new coaching regime. That's where I think that maybe they try out a bit for this new team. You know what I mean? You think that, yeah. They want a job here. Maybe they don't because it's the Lions, but who knows? Um, this game, to me, the way I, I look at it and the way I approach this game right away, I look at who has the better defense, right? And who's at home? And both boxes are checked off for Chicago. So I think I'm just going to roll with Chicago. Houston let me down a little bit when they fired their coach the first time. They they came out strong, but they did end up losing to Tennessee. I think Detroit has the same kind of thing here. They come out strong, but they end up still losing to Chicago. I think Mitchell Trubisky has more to prove than anybody in that Detroit organization right now.
1: I agree with you 100%. I've got the money line on Chicago Bears. Um, it's going to be a close one, I think. But... I agree with you. Mitchell Chavisky has something to prove um, because he lost his he lost his job many many times.
0: Yeah, and he doesn't want to lose it again.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't want to lose it again. Um,
0: um, I'm, are you touching the total? No, not at all. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm staying far, far away. Even in my, you know, 18, 15 game parlay, that's still not even going to be a, an option because this one is, they're so inconsistent. Either way you look at it, they, you can't even predict which offense you're going to get, which team you're going to get that day. So yeah, no, I'm going to stay away from that. The next thing we got is the Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. This is a huge divisional game. Uh, I know Houston's on the outside looking in, but they can play some big-time spoilers right now. This is the yeah. first matchup of these two teams in the next four weeks, I believe. Three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road are the Indianapolis Colts with the 50-and-a-half-point total. Which way are you leaning? Are you leaning anyway?
1: Yeah, I'm leaning on the Houston Texans money line. Give me that money line.
0: All day. You think the Texans beat the Colts?
1: Uh, I think the Texans beat the Colts. Um, I, like the firepower that they use like listen, we talked about it the last two weeks. Deshaun Watson wants to prove to the world that he is even with a, no Will Fuller, even with no Will Fuller, I wow. think Monica is is a good enough wide receiver there.
0: You know what? There's heavy heavy money is coming in on the Colts. Seventy percent of the money is coming in on the Colts. Almost seventy yeah. percent. Uh, sharks predicts Texans. Big win. I think they predicted by 15 points here. I When I seen that number, I just could not believe that they were actually predicting the oh, Texans man. to destroy the Colts. You know what? At uh-huh. home, I think there's got to be something brewing here in Houston. I think they're they going to play that spoiler role the best. I- because like you said, Deshaun Watson's got a lot to prove. Deshaun Watson's still a great quarterback, and he was in the argument of being an MVP candidate coming into this season. He had a little bit of unluckiness with the way they started off. They had three hot teams to start off the season, so it was a little bit difficult for them to get anything going. Uh, I instantly wanted to lean towards Indianapolis when I seen this game, but I I think he kind of talked me a little bit off of them. I think Indianapolis is going to fall out of that playoff spot anyways, and I think Houston is going to be the, the primary well, cause of that. I agree with you. This is This is why I don't have the Colts in the playoffs.
1: Um, because of the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans are nearly going to miss it, but they are going to miss it. Um, I've got the over on this game. That's an easy over. Um, India, I, it feels like every Indianapolis Colts game is 30-30.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? And they have one of the best defense, which That's is crazy. I don't,
1: this is why I don't understand it. I don't understand the NFL.
0: No, I, I don't either. But, you know, sometimes you just got to go with what seems very unnatural in some of these games, whether it be the point totals, whether it be players that you see. Like, it's just that you guys sometimes really think crazy outside the box, which is what we do on this show. Yeah. We're inside the booth, but we're outside the box. I'm going to roll Houston on this as well. Let's go. Let's roll with the Texans, money. Let's roll with the spoiler. Uh, Jacksonville and Minnesota. This one right away seems like a blowout. So it seems like an easy cakewalk, right? It's going to be a cakewalk. Vikings are going to come in, stomp the Jaguars at home. Dalvin Cook's going to run amok. It, it, this, this all seems true. No? No. Oh, you like no. the Jags. You like the Jags. I like the Jags to cover. They, they won me some big money last week. They covered in that they game did. at the end on a stupid penalty. Again, stupid penalty. I don't know why they took that call, Cleveland. They had to take that rough in the passer, give old Mike Lennon another shot at the end zone.
1: Yeah. I, listen, I, I got the over on this game. Minnesota Vikings, their defense has been playing better as of late, mm-hmm. and they are as a team playing better. Um, I don't have a doubt in my mind that they're going to win this game. Yeah, but. see,
0: that's what I said. It's an easy money line, but the spread scares the shit out of me because of how good Jacksonville has been doing against the spread. They like to make games close. They like that backdoor beat every week, uh, especially with Mike Glennon. He was saying that he doesn't know if he's ever going to get a shot again, so he's going to come out swinging every single time. And they're that's running back... Yeah, and their running backs are really good. I love, J- I love Robinson. Uh,
1: Robinson... Man, he's been playing out of his mind. Where the heck did he come from? Honestly,
0: yeah, he's one of the he's one of the rare talents that can pass or can cast catch passes and run the rock really well. Really well. Uh, it Both passes the ball. He's really good at, and you know that that's pretty hard to find nowadays. You seem to either get the Derrick Henrys who just are monsters on the run game, or you get some pass catching backs that are you know every third down they're on.
1: He really reminds me of Le'Veon Bell. When he was coming out,
0: yeah, I do agree. He's, uh, like he's pretty patient. Body, yeah, yep. he's
1: patient. You know, I, I really like him.
0: And they run him like seventeen to twenty times a game as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you know next year that's going to be on a uh, some a pick that I'm going to be picking in my year-long fantasy.
0: Definitely. Oh yeah, it's a good one. So you got the Jags then to cover this ten points.
1: Uh yeah, I've got the Jags covering the ten points here.
0: Uh, the over is a
1: little high. Uh, I'm still going with the over, but it is a little high for me. I'd I'd love to
0: tease this down. 60% of people are with you, In sorry, 59% of people are with you on this Jacksonville spread. I'm going to stick with the Vikings on this one. I think the Vikings are going to cover uh, this 10.5. i got to just put trust in Dalvin Cook to just run that defense to the ground. But you know what? It won't shock me if I'm going to be wrong. So, But I am. I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. Cover that 10.5.
1: Listen, if we were perfect, we'd be millionaires
0: by now. Right? Yeah, soon, <laughs> soon. Um, another morning game. We got the second one before the, the best one I can't wait to talk about, which is the last one. Uh, this one is, seems to be another cakewalk, which, oddly enough, the spread is less, which is the Raiders going to the Jets. Nine-point favorites on the road, 47-point total. May I remind you that the Vegas Raiders are a horrendous team. When they travel in the morning to the East Coast. And I believe that is why this spread is a little bit dodgy at nine points. Interesting. Look what happened. Yeah. They lost last week when they traveled to Atlanta. Right? They, they just, they don't travel well. They, they don't travel well. They actually, they, well, they travel the most yards out of any NFL team. Every year, this year again, they travel the most yards. Maybe it starts to get on a team, especially with all these COVID restrictions.
1: Yeah. Stuck in hotel rooms. I mean, it's really hard. I, I don't disagree with you. I, I think the biggest reason why the Las Vegas Raiders are very inconsistent is because they don't run the ball enough.
0: And they have one of the best running backs.
1: This is exactly. He's so versatile. He's so, he could catch the ball. He could Like, you could have him every down and you yeah. wouldn't have a problem. He's one of those don't. premier
0: guys we talked about with the James Robinsons. Exactly. But you don't use him enough.
1: I think. They cover the spread here, the Las Vegas Ravens, because they have the ability
0: to run the ball. Well, how could you not? How could you get blown out by 40 points by the lowly Falcons, and who, well, not lowly, I don't think, but who the world thinks is really, really low? And, and you just, you put up a stinker. Derek Carr had negative fantasy points in every league. I think he was the worst quarterback showing I think I've ever seen since Nathan Pierman's five interceptions and a half. It was a lot <laughs> yeah it was a horrible showing and how do yeah. you not come out in this game as the Las Vegas Raiders wherever you're playing you could be playing on Mars and you you have to come out and blow out this team especially the Jets they're all in 11 they're not gonna get their first win but I mean they're not going to make it close they can't because if they do like is Vegas will just be laughed at they beat the Chiefs they almost beat the Chiefs again my if it wasn't for that minute drive. Uh, I'm going with the Vegas Raiders on this one to cover that nine points easily. I think you can't – it drives me crazy how much money we lost out on last week because of them, because they seem to be such locks against the Falcons.
1: That was such a – man, Vegas lost so much money on that.
0: And, 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 so you know what? They, they screwed me out of a lot. They were the only team on, uh, seven game parlay and a five game parlay for me. And it was kind of devastating to see because you thought they would have been, well, because the Vikings came back and won that game. It, but the Vegas, Be- Vegas didn't even show up. I feel like they didn't even show up to that game. They lost by 40 points. Uh, this game, the over though, the over under, I'm not touching that. I'm just no, going to stick would, with no, the, I the spread. I wouldn't
1: touch that. If I were to, if you were to, you know, like, if I were to say probably under,
0: I would I would hit the under if I had to. If you forced me to, I'd take the under just because you've had really low scoring use the Vegas before, like the Cleveland game sixteen to six. The Jets don't seem to have very much offense, so yeah. John Greer wants to run the Yeah, he wants to yeah. kill that clock. He wants to get he a lead and then he wants to just run it out. Uh, the next game we got is the best game I think the the, right. the most interesting game anyways on the docket, the New Orleans Saints against the Atlanta Falcons. This is the last game between these two divisional opponents. The first game, the Atlanta Falcons kind of had the Saints on the ropes in the first half. They just couldn't squeak out a touchdown. They were up, I believe, 9 nothing at one point. Young-Wei-Koo was the MVP of the game up until that stage. And they need Matt Ryan to do it. They're going to be without Julio again, I believe. So, this one, this one's tough. I think that the three points, the three-point spread, you know, it should be a close game, but I gotta take Atlanta right away. You know they're rolling off a forty-point win. They're at home. The Saints are still without Drew Brees. This one's easy lean for me. I'm going Atlanta. You know what? I'm gonna agree with you
1: on that. I'm taking Atlanta um, on the thread at three. Weeks. It's just it it just makes sense. They have tape on on Hill. Um, do, do we know if Brees is playing?
0: I don't think he's back yet again. Yeah. No, he'll be uh, another week.
1: It'll be another week. Uh, they have tape on. Hey, he beat him. I don't think they do. They do that again. Um, I think this is kind of like the beginning of the end for for Hill. I, I don't. I don't know if he's quite ready to be an NFL quarterback. Um, he's shown a lot, and you know, like I'll, I'll always root for a guy, but like this I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's. He's quite. I, know, I haven't seen it from him yet. You
0: know. This is my thing with him. He's yet to throw a touchdown pass. Yeah, he's gotten four four on the ground. He's yet to throw a touchdown pass. His stat line looks like a normal stat line from a quarterback in one game. and what he's yeah. had in two games, yeah. uh, he he didn't do much against the Denver squad. You got to look at what Denver put up. We we can't forget that Denver put up a practice squad wide receiver at quarterback and ran Philip Lindsay as their quarterback for the very first play of the game. Right away, Denver, um, they're selling out to the run. You know what I'm saying? The Saints are selling out to the run and just saying, throw the ball at us. Throw the ball at us whenever you want. You're not going to. So I just think that with the way Matt Ryan throws the ball, if they sell out on the run against Atlanta, he's going to slice and dice with Calvin Ridley. Uh, Hayden Hurst is getting a lot of media attention this week. So it just seems like one of those weeks where... You know he scores that massive touchdown, has that big time game, and they say, "Oh, we talked about him this week." You know he's that that water cooler talk. So, yeah, I'm flying with Atlanta this week. I think they bring a lot of fantasy owners some really good early Christmas gifts here.
1: I, I, I'm with you 100.
0: I'm going all way with that. Uh, the 45 points. This is a this is a tease to me, I believe, because you would automatically assume these two teams going to be a 50 point game at least. Do you think they're trying to trap people into right away smashing that over? Like, do you think Vegas is onto something here, putting it at forty-five?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I, I would go the under on this one. I, I think it's going to be a close game. that people think, I would honestly, no, I, I wouldn't touch this this total. This this could be this could be one of those games that you see sixty points. This could be one of those games. That yeah, you're gonna, like up
0: twenty. That's what I was thinking of right away. I'm not I'm not touching the total just because I don't believe that this 45 points is a normal total that you would see between these two teams. And I think that they know something maybe that we don't know. So, I'm going to stay far away from that total. So, do you, who, who do you have in this one? The same to the Falcons. You got the Falcons? Uh, I got the Falcons 100%. Um, that, that total is fantastic.
1: Um, what's the money line looking at, right? Uh, plus 130. Plus 130? I'm taking that money line.
0: Yeah, I, I like the money line. You know, Atlanta seems to get nice money lines. They were in the same exact position last time this game happened. The same spread, I believe, and the same type of money line. It's 50-50 on this between, between the people. They don't know what to choose on this one. So, got to kind of go with your gut. We're both rolling Atlanta. Uh, first game of the afternoon, we got... Uh, pretty chocked full afternoon with four games. We got the Rams at the Cardinals, big playoff implications. You think the Rams get that playoff spot? So you obviously believe that the Rams win this game on the road?
1: No, this is one of the games that they lose. Okay,
0: I think it's the last game they play each other.
1: Yes, it is the last game that mm-hmm. they play each other. Um, this is one of the games that they lose because, yeah, the Rams just aren't playing really well. Sean McVay calling out Jerry Goff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, as he should.
1: Yeah, Jared Goff has not played well. He is, he is the leader. He's the quarterback. He has to be better. Um, and yeah, he just hasn't shown up. No. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know what he's gonna do next year, whether he wants, maybe they draft a quarterback next year. Do they even have draft picks?
0: Man, I don't know. That's, that's, not with the Ramsey trade.
1: Yeah, this is a problem. Um,
0: they're kind of locked into Jared Goff,
1: and they scheme that contract. Like I, it's we we sat here last week and we talked about Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, and we said like, who's better?
0: <laughs> or maybe that was two weeks ago. Yeah, I, they, they I both still don't
1: know how to, how to answer that question.
0: Right? <laughs> yeah, each week they both suck, so I don't know how to just approach it anymore.
1: Their their stat lines are identical. It, it feels like it's. It's, um, yeah, but Kyler Murray showed me something. Um, Can yeah, he show me that he can, he can win games. <laughs> he can win games.
0: Yeah, um, they had a tough one last week. I can't believe that they, well, I can, because we did talk about it on our Thanksgiving pick, picks. Yeah. You yeah. said yeah. the one, the one game you were very, very hesitant about was that Cardinals and Patriots game. So, I don't yeah. blame you. I mean, we can't bet against Belichick yet. He seems to still have the edge against every other NFL team in this league. And it's strange because he doesn't really have the team in front of him that he has had before, even last year. The defense is really low. And you would have assumed that the Cardinals should have came out and really slaughtered the Patriots on their way to the playoffs. They didn't. It was a really big detour and a big roadblock. And now they got a tough defense in the Rams. Aaron Donald is looking hungry. He is looking
1: hungry, but I think, you know what, like, he reminds, like, uh, Kyler Murray really reminds me of Russell Wilson. I think he he plays his, his he looks like Russell Wilson this week, and he does beat out the Arizona 5-0. You mean the Rams? Or sorry, yeah. the LA Rams. Um, yeah, I'm taking the money line. Um, that's, uh, this total scares me, but I am taking the over on this total. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you know... This was hard. This one's hard. <laughs> Here's where I stand on this game. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with my gut on the defensive side of the ball. I think the Rams are going to pull this one out. I think the Rams are going to find a way to disrupt Kyler Murray and give those Cardinals one more roadblock on their way to the playoffs. I'm going to stick how, with the Rams.
1: How do the LA Rams give you any faith? After what they did,
0: they just, they do it. I don't know. I just like their, I love Aaron Donald. I think that he can really change a game. And I think that this defense is strong enough to be able to contend with Kyler Murray. I think he's starting to show some cracks. They mentioned it last week on the broadcast with their game against Patriots about how he was having issues looking over that offensive line because of his, because of his height. Now, I know that that's no knock on the guy. He's a great... I'm, I'm a short guy. We're both short guys. But I believe that, you know, when you're an NFL quarterback, you do have to have a clear vision. And if, with Aaron Donald breathing down your neck, coming into your face every single time, that sounded bad, but whatever. But he, when he's when he's always at you, it, it's hard to really create anything. And, and you and you you say something that really strikes home.
1: He's running up the middle. He's coming yeah. from the side. Like this... Oh my
0: God. Like, it's going to be scary when you have to, when you know number 99 is coming at you every single time, ready to rip the ball and your head off your body. And, and, he's, all, and he's probably half the size of Aaron Donald. Yeah,
1: I would say probably around half.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, this game does all hinge on the fact that can Jared Goff win a game? Can Jared Goff become that draft pick that they wanted? you know this is the first game this year between these two teams last year they the rams beat them both times the first game they beat them handily 34 to 7 and the second time they beat them just by a, a touchdown 31 to 24 arizona hasn't won a game in i don't even know how long actually the way i look at this it's
1: been
0: since been 2017 arizona Air, like have one against arizona. the rams sorry oh okay. pardon me they haven't beat the rams since you know, 2017, the first game of 2017. So, it's been a a long time coming. So, I can see you being very correct on this, but I gotta stick with my guns. I think that Aaron Donald's gonna go with it. So, I'm gonna go with yep. Rams. You got the Cardinals on this one, and the yeah. total scares me as well. So, I'm not touching the total. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go the over on the total. So okay. I, yeah, a I, I half. It's, it's like it, I, I see the team being higher scoring. Um, yeah, I, I think the total. Is it's 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 actually uh, to me that's a good total. Yeah, 48's nice. Uh, th- this this is this is probably my my favorite total of of the all the games really. No, well, fair enough. I think I think 40 right. Now, that's something yeah. that. Um, yeah, the New York Giants and Seattle Seahawks were, like, I, this one's a weird one to me as well.
0: Yeah, this is a 10 point spread for the Seahawks. This is the second game of the afternoon, 47 point total. The Giants are going to be without Daniel Jones. The Seahawks, they need another statement game here. They need to come out and make some more statements before they, they move into January and move into playoff football. They they got a weird offense. Sometimes they're they're really hot and sometimes they're really not. Um they got Chris Carson back at full health though. Yeah. I think Seattle's got to trust them on this one. They got it's got to be like 40-40 to 10 in this game, no?
1: Yeah, I, I again, I don't want to We can touch this total. If you had to touch the total, it'd be the under. But this Seattle Seahawks game, I, I can see this game 4, 2, 10 point win. I I'm hesitant to, to to do that. Yeah. Um. But if, if I had to, I'm, I'm going to go with Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I like the money line of over. It's kind of like a like just like a, a safety net. A safety net. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we all know Seattle. This, yeah. This, this is. But um, yeah. If, if I had to choose, I'm going to pick the the, uh, the ten points on Seattle Seahawks. I, I don't me I, as well. Especially especially with um. Um, Daniel Jones.
0: Me as well. I think that just seeing the amount of large spreads on this slate, that there's going to be a lot of people shying away from hitting the favorites just because of how it's been recently. Uh, this is why I think this is one of the teams, though. Like, you know, like you, you have so many. Chances with the, the with the Jets to cover that nine points because the Ra- the Raiders are on the road. You know what I mean. Like you have so many chances with the uh, Jaguars to cover against the Vikings, right? So those those teams you can see, but the Giants, there's really no real way or game script I can see where they could cover that ten points against the Seahawks.
1: I, I can't see it. Yet.
0: No, I'm um, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually hit the. Uh, under in this game as well. I'm going to hit that Seahawks 10 and the under 47. I don't think the Giants get any offense going. They'll win, you know, maybe this game will be 28 to 10. So I, I just don't see it getting even close to that 47 points. Uh The Patriots are going into LA to play the Chargers. Belichick gets another young quarterback to feast upon, which is why I believe that the Patriots are one point favorites on the road and 47 and a half point total. I the forty-seven and a half points. Once again, another close total. I think they got it pretty bang on here. I'd take the under right away. It was a cakewalk, easy, easy pickings for me on this this total. But the spread, the spread, man. Anthony Lynn. Ah, I would hate to be a Chargers fan.
1: Yeah, I would too. Um, he's yeah. I mean, I think you were right. He's just not managing the game well. Like, and last week really showed it. Yeah, they hit
0: the Hail Mary, they, and then they have no timeouts. They don't spike the ball, and they just continue to run the ball, and they waste time. They don't get another shot. They have this really weird, awkward play where the receiver doesn't see the ball coming. It was a horrible play decision. You can't put that on Justin Herbert.
1: No, you can't. You can't. I think you're right. Uh, Anthony Williams' time is coming.
0: short. Sure. And Patriots need this. The Patriots are still in the playoff hunt. They're in the thick of things. The Chargers, not so much. Uh, maybe the Chargers get divisional wins from here on out. I don't think the Chargers get wins outside of their division where they don't really matter as much. Yeah, I, I like the Patriots in this game.
1: I like the Patriots too. They're still in the hunt. They're still hungry. They still want to... Cam Newton still wants to win, win football games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, this one, you can go with this, the spread or the money line. The spread will give you a little bit more juice out at the at w- uh, minus 105, but yeah, this one I think new I'm not touching this total. So there's no, no way. You no. You couldn't pay me to touch the total. Like I have no idea. Does Just I've seen Justin or Her Herbert go for the yards. Like no way.
0: Yeah, like it. are you Where's Cam Newton are you gonna get? That's that's the that's the that's, main this, question.
1: This is, this is the other that's the other thing. Like what Cam Newton are, I, I have faith that the can win this game
0: with bad cap. <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick could win any game with anybody at the quarterback position. Is, he has proven it this year. So we're both in agreement. As the Patriots get this game. Um, yeah, there's nothing more to talk about in that one because I'm just not going to bet against Belichick until he proves to me consistently that he can't do it anymore. The yeah. last game of the afternoon we got is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Green Bay Packers. Another fairly large spread. This one a little bit less. It's kind of like the Jets game. I don't understand why it's only 8.5. When you got games like the Seahawks and the Giants at 10, the Eagles aren't really a good team. Are they saying it because maybe they're a playoff team still? They could be a playoff team?
1: I don't, I don't understand this at all. I don't understand the spread at all. It was like the Eagles spread last week. You know, like-
0: Green Bay's getting some really weird spreads lately against the Colts, against the Bears, against, you know, like, the, uh, there's not much faith in Green Bay. And I, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I
1: don't understand it either. I'm, I'm all over the spread at minus 3.5. This one is
0: wonderful. Yeah, they're going to win by 10 points in my eyes. So I truly believe that this game is going to be an easy, easy cover for Green Bay. Yeah. The total at 47.5, I'm going to go with over anyways. I think Green Bay is one of those teams like Kansas City, who we'll talk about next, who can basically score 40 points on their own. Yeah, uh, I, I really like that total. So I'm going to touch the over and I'm going to take Green Bay to cover that eight and a half
1: yeah I like that total as well forty forty seven forty seven and a half it's it's just for me it's like I, I, I think Carson Wentz has has enough in him that he can score two touchdowns I just think Aaron Rodgers can score four and a half
0: <laughs> yeah okay. no doubt no doubt uh, we got a really horrible Philly team last week with their offense do you think that they're going to get anything going throughout this season the rest of the season I should say
1: I mean, like, I think Chuck Peterson is playing for his job. He he he's gone out. I think, and he said that uh, he's not concerned about
0: the quarterback about play his,
1: about his job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, I, he should
0: be on the hot seat,
1: but I but I think he is on the hot seat, and I think he's he realizes he wants to win games, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I think they can keep competitive, but. I
0: don't see it being being anywhere close to that eight and a half. Uh, The last game we got on the Sunday is the Sunday night football game, which to me could have been a much better option. But it's the Denver Broncos who should have Drew Locke back going in against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs got a 14-point spread in this one, 51-point total. Obviously, like I said before, KC can score most of those points by themselves. Drew Locke, if he's back healthy, which he should be, I don't think he even had a positive test. I think it was just because of contact tracing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think Denver can get a little bit closer. I don't like 14 points. When it's ever it's 14 points, I think that's really disrespectful to the other team. I mean, when when do you see spreads like that? Kansas City had one earlier with this, and I do believe it was the Jets, right? And they covered that that 21.
1: Yeah, they covered 21.
0: Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smash you over on this game. Right away. That was an easy one for me.
1: That's it. Smashing the over is just so easy on this game. Like, I I think. Oh, this one's a hard one. 14 points is a lot, but I think Casey can cover it that
0: Man, Casey can score 14 points in a minute and a half, it feels like, but I do think that Denver closes the gap. I think this is going to be that bad beat. It will continue to be one of those bad beats that everybody talks about. Sunday night, everybody's going to come in smash that money, especially look at it. It's got the plus 100 sitting there, tempting you to take it. There's no other pluses on that Kansas City spread. You you, you have minus 110 for the 51-point total. Uh, You have minus 950 for their money line. So when you see a plus 100 on any side of the spreads, you automatically want to just hammer that down. That was what was the key factor in me taking Denver on this one.
1: That, that's fair. I, I've just seen Kansas City just destroy too many. Oh yeah, for sure. In, in my
0: in my lifetime, I just like, look. I just strictly look at how much Vegas is going to win off this game, and they'll lose a lot if people if they have to pay that out as opposed to you know what I'm saying, the 14 yeah, points. Absolutely, it's going to be one of those weird ones. They're going to get a 70 yard bomb to Jerry Judy at the end, and everybody's going to be choked. I can see it now. Oh. Uh, so we're we're in agreement on the total, but. We're split on the Denver KC to cover. Uh, the first game we got in this Monday night doubleheader starts in the afternoon. Washington at Pittsburgh. This one was moved. The Pittsburgh Steelers all cried about it because they think they're the only team that's getting affected by COVID. That's neither here nor there. These fraudulent Steelers. <laughs> Do you think that they, they run the board? Or were you? I, I don't remember if you said that they would run the board when we were talking about them earlier.
1: Um. Yeah, I think they run the board this year. I think they go sixteen
0: 16-0. and zero. It's okay. gonna be funny when they go sixteen and zero and lose first round, eh? I'm gonna laugh. Uh, <laughs> Washington, Washington's got a good team though. Uh, they they got to cover this. No, eight eight and a half. Pittsburgh doesn't seem like a team that's really been covered. Um,
1: you know what? They cover the strangest games, and they don't cover the strangest <laughs> games. It's weird. Uh, Washington's gonna keep this close. Um, they're a good team. They run the ball effectively. Um, Alex Smith, you know. He's a good quarterback. I, I I'll I'll come out and say it. Like I I, I believe in Alex Smith. I just don't think he has enough of the win. I do believe that the Washington up
0: Oh, that eight and a half, yeah. Um, Pittsburgh's got a bad track record so far with those games. They they couldn't handle the XFL star and Garrett Gilbert and the Cowboys covered. They couldn't handle RG three and out, and they couldn't handle Trace McSorley. And uh, well, with the point spreads, mind you. Yeah. I just don't think they do it here either. I think that defensive line is going to get to old man Ben. Uh, they, like you say, there Ron Rivera is running a tight ship out there that defense is on firing on all cylinders and i think alex smith is is looking for another win on his belt
1: yeah i agree um this total i really like the total at 42 I, I'm, I'm smashing the open mm-hmm. just absolutely smashing. i might tease this up
0: oh for you know like this game can't be that low scoring both of these oh. teams like pittsburgh has had some low scoring games but I just can't see it being this one. I think this no. one's going to be back and forth. Washington seems to always score 20 at least. You know what I'm saying? So even if they lose this game, they're still going to put up 20 points.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm thinking I'm thinking. I'm like,
0: Yeah. So I, I'm smashing this over as well. Uh, what would you tease it up to? Uh, 45. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You can get another plus on that one, right? So that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, the last game we got on Monday, Buffalo Bills at the 49ers. This one has a little bit of playoff implications on both sides. Neither would affect either's playoff run um, if the other wins. But in their own cases, they need this win. This is a pick 'em game, straight up pick 'em game. I would have expected it to be more on Buffalo's side.
1: Me too, but I, if the recency bias, listen, it's heavy. It's heavy, and the 49ers are getting help. You know, especially on that defensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. um, Richard Sherman's back. That defensive line's coming back. Uh, like I could see the 49ers winning this game. I see it. I don't know if it's gonna happen,
0: but I see. that will just yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I think Buffalo runs the table for the rest of the season. I think they go 13 really? and three. Yeah, I think they win every game on the on the way out of this. They got something going. When I seen Josh Allen go down, their team was pissed off. They were. They still came out. They, I just feel like they got something there. They got something brewing. Stephon Diggs, when he scored that touchdown a few weeks ago, and they still ended up losing the game, but he scored that touchdown. He's on the sideline. That's why you pay me. I just they got a they got that mojo in Buffalo, and I think that offense is rolling. I don't yeah. think San Francisco can match those points. Now you are right though. If Buffalo or San Francisco's defense is able to to come out play in. Then I think they they got a good shot at this game. If this game was on a Sunday morning, I'd be more on that side. But because it's on a Monday night, they're gonna have a lot of time to get ready for this game. It's gonna and be a typical Josh Monday Owl nighter.
1: That's been playing really well. Yeah, on, in
0: I agree. Uh, I like Buffalo in this in this uh, pick 'em game. Uh, I'm gonna smash the over in this game as well, forty-seven and a half, and I'm gonna take Buffalo. Oh, um,
1: I. I'm with you on the over. I'm, I'm a little... I might tease this down to 45, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It, it, it's a good enough over for me to, to hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, that And I'll probably pick the money line on me. It's just better value.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, the last game we got is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Dallas Cowboys. It's my team versus your team. Yeah. Uh, there's no point spread. I can't find one anywhere. I don't know what they would even have this game at, because not even Odd Sharks has this game. I don't know if they mixed, messed up this Dallas-Cincinnati um, spread they have here. Maybe they thought that would be Baltimore, right? I think they might have misprinted the Dallas-Cincinnati. If, if, if
1: I had to guess, this spread would be at minus three for Baltimore. Yeah. Um,
0: it, all, it all hinges on who we get at quarterback. If Lamar comes back to play this game, he is eligible, but it's all about if he plays. I do believe he plays. He's a gamer. I think he would just play regardless, especially if he tests negative. He doesn't care. He's coming out to play. He's pissed off. We lost that game. I, I, I think he's ready. Um, Dallas is going to. Dallas is still going to win their division, but I think that just all comes down to their last two games. I think Baltimore easily wins this game.
1: Interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I've got this game being close. I've also got Baltimore winning. Um, but, like, uh, the, these two teams, you just don't know what you're going to get with them every week in and week out. Um, you could get a really, really good Dallas Cowboys offense and defense, mm-hmm. or you could get, you know, a really bad... Actually, you know what? Even in the Washington game, on the Thursday night game, I don't think Dallas played terribly. I don't think Andy Dalton played terribly. I think there was a couple of mishaps that happened, and... You know, that's what cost him the game. I don't think. I think it was closer than what the sport told. Yeah. But um, I think this Baltimore Ravens defense and offense will edge this one out. If it is, if it is a minus three, I will take that. Um, on yeah. The, on the spread, because I think it's going to be around five points.
0: Yeah. Anything higher than five and a half, I think I stay. Well, I would. I would probably uh, take the Dallas Cowboys spread on that one. Uh, I haven't been scared to bet against the spread with my Ravens this year, so that's not an issue. I just I think if Brandon Williams is missing, Ezekiel could have a field day against our defense, who is hurt, and they seem to keep getting hurt every single game, man. I mean We lose a player every time. It's kind of like that Madden curse. Uh, yeah. That finishes off the game spreads. Let's do a quick little DraftKings thing here. I haven't been really doing too well on DraftKings it's kind of scaring me, you know? But I have been doing good on my best ball, so we'll just continue and hope yeah, that continues well, to I'm, do well.
1: You know what? It, it's funny because we, we've we been focusing a lot more on on the spread. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, when we first started this podcast three years ago, strictly DraftKings, mm-hmm. and shoot, we were, we've been good at DraftKings, like, yeah. we've some, some serious money, but... DraftKings
0: is more about, I find, as the years go by, it's becoming more of a algorithm-based you need to have a player pool, you need to have 20, 20 to 30 lineups, you know. It's not yeah. so much the single bullets anymore that are really nailing. So, but yeah. we, we still try every week, and we'll still pump out some stuff. In this one, we do an X-Factor, a value, and a lock of the week. My lock of the week, you know, I went back and forth with this one. I kind of struggled with it because I do think that there is some very key games here, playoff games, the Atlanta game, the uh, uh, Minnesota game, you know, the Tennessee game, games like that. So my lock of the week is going to be Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. It was just his birthday a couple days ago. He's going to be a little less owned with the Derrick Henrys, the Nick Chubbs, he's he's very low on this, seventy two hundred. I think he's very underpriced.
1: Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I think that we we it feels like we talked about Aaron Jones other week. He yeah, has to have do. that three touchdowns. It's kinda uh, it, it has to come. We see it every year and it hasn't come yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'll it will be this year or this uh week because it's gotta I I'm I'm in love with Aaron Jones. Like he he's one of my favorite running backs.
0: Yeah, he's only he's only scored two touchdowns since week four, so you know I think it's starting to he's going to start to come around here. I think that injury really derailed him for a bit, so I do think that they were trying to ease him back into the play. But now that it's getting into December and January, they're going to have to start really focusing on who they're what their identity is and who they are moving forward. Uh, who's your lock of the week?
1: Uh, you know somebody we talked about. Um You know, I haven't had him in many player pools because, honestly, I don't know why, but James Robinson. Nice. Only at 7,300, and he has been destroying. His floor is literally 15 points. He did have 11 in Pittsburgh, and he did have 11 in Houston, but when you score 34 against the Los Angeles uh, Chargers and what, 29 against Cleveland Browns? is rolling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's super,
0: consistent, super, super consistent. Super consistent. Especially uh-huh. if you think this game is going to be close as well, right? Like somebody's going to yeah. get all those points. I can easily see him getting one of those two touchdown games. So look out for the two touchdown prop for Jackson Jacksonville's James Robinson as well. Do you have a value pick going into this week?
1: Yeah, it's a little bit more expensive on the value pick than we usually do. Um, but Wayne following has six hundred. The man, like uh, here's the thing. If Daniel Jones doesn't play and he doesn't look like he's going to play. Um they're gonna need to run the ball. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they have done over the last over the last I'd say four weeks is commit to Wayne Gallman as the the lead back. Like week eight we've got twelve carries, we've got nine Nine K, or 14 carries in week 9 in week 10, 18 uh, week 12, we got 24 they are committing that Wayne Gallman is their guy and at 5600, you're laughing
0: yeah. because
1: your your floor is literally 11 points that's a steal yeah,
0: he seems to be that go-to guy right now, it was kind of up in the air when Barkley went down on who would replace him and Wayne Gallman has, has clearly filled those shoes uh, my value pick is, once again, I picked him a couple weeks ago, is going to be T.Y. Hilton. Uh, oddly enough, he's only 4,300 in this huge divisional matchup, which should be an over type game, which should be a kind of a slobber knocker, if you will. He had 18.1 fantasy points last week at 3,900, and they only put him up to 43. I think they're just disrespecting my man, T.Y. Hill. Uh, T.Y. Hilton here. Listen, T.Y. Hilton
1: is still he just doesn't have the type of quarterback to get the mm-hmm. ball. Um, I still think he can be productive, especially after the catch. Yes. Um, so I don't mind that pick. Like I, I really think that's a, a good pick. Um, it I gives you some.
0: Up. It gives you some some breathing room.
1: Yeah, uh, and it does give you some breathing room. Uh, he is averaging, uh, I think, around five targets a game. Five, and so at, at at that price, that's a good one
0: yeah it really makes it worthwhile uh X Factor who's changing the game this Sunday who's gonna be that guy
1: uh, so interestingly enough I think he's gonna be oh
0: okay um
1: uh, somebody that's low priced and gonna be low owned um uh, the man catches targets when he gets targeted and he's averaging about eight targets a game yeah Uh which is ridiculous. Um, I think if I think he will go over the century mark, and it's probably going to be four percent over. Um, so you're laughing at that point. Um, I, I and to me, this this has everything to do with how the coverage is going to go. I think that um, Tyler Boyd uh, is going to look at most of yeah most of the coverage. Yeah, they're going to look to close um,
0: him down for sure.
1: Yeah, so to me that, and AJ, AJ Green is still I, I,
0: I guess a the thing there but <laughs> um. <laughs> he's been yet to really show out yet though um, my my X Factor is going to be somebody you mentioned at the top of the show without Will Fuller my X Factor is going to be Brandon Cooks 5600 he's going to be very low owned and I believe that he's going to he, I think he's going to do some damage I think people are going to look outside of Houston just because Indianapolis is such a strong defense, so they're not going to really want to test those waters with Houston. Yeah. I, I think it's a great pick, though. I love uh, I love what Deshaun Watson's doing out there, and I think that he's going to be able to do something here. Do you have a quarterback, though, before, uh, before we go, that you would really think of picking?
1: Yeah, well, listen, quarterback, this, is going to, it's really difficult. There's a lot of difficult matchups this week. Um, Jason Watson against Indy, I don't really like, uh, even though I think he's gonna show up. Aaron Rodgers against Philly, I think it'll be a blowout, but, mm-hmm. you know, I think, it, I think you're right. It's gonna be, uh, the running backs that really show up. To me, this week, Kirk Cousins has a fantastic mm-hmm. team. Um, at 6,400, I think he can really get you some points. Um and if not that, Ryan Fitzpatrick. If he I plays. Mean, if, if he plays, I think that's a, a, a great, that's an easy 19, 20 points. Um at 6,000, um, that will get you, that will, that will, in a cash game, that will lose some cash money for sure. I and mean, he has the ability to give you, uh, uh won the big trip
0: Yeah for sure. Uh, I was looking at Matt Ryan because at home you know we love to play Matt Ryan at home but in a 43 point 43 to six point win he only had 185 yards. He only had 14 points last week. I, I just can't do it with Matt Ryan. He has a good matchup, but I just, especially being at home, but I don't like it. I'd stick with Deshaun Watson, and just, just hope to God that he's going to be that MVP that he can be coming out this yeah. week. Uh, anything else you want to say before we go? No, man. I'm just like,
1: let's go crush Vegas because, I'm, you know, I listen. I want to steal as much money as I can from from the man. You know, that's, yeah. that's all I want.
0: Yeah, me as well. Uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter page for some prop picks. You're going to have a lot posted. Been crushing in that department. I actually love prop picks way more than I like anything else right now because it's just so fun because they seem to set these soft lines for certain players and certain, you know, reception lines or certain receiving yard lines. that just drive me crazy. Like, you know, they had uh, Bray the other day in primetime at 12 yards recep- receiving. I was just thinking, like, there's no way he could get that one catch. So
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So yeah, so stick to our social media. We'll have those posted on Sunday morning. And yeah, interact with us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. We're here for you. Uh, Lester, I wish you all the luck this weekend. Best of luck in your year long. I hope you pull out some playoffs. Uh, We'll catch you Uh, all. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll catch you in week 14. Thanks for checking us out. This is Inside the Booth.